Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick. Hi, Nick. Nick. <laughs> and I'm alone today, and that's fine, because I've got a lot of takes, and we're going to discuss them. Julie, what did we talk about when you managed to rein me in from my many diatribes? Well, your brain scan coming up was, I think, the highlight. Thank God for that. Do I need it? Absolutely not. Do I want it? 100%. Is it covered by my insurance? No. Find out next week what happens on Takes All Over the Place. <laughs> So the shows we're watching, we touched very briefly on The Crown because it's a little like austere and sad and everyone's kind of a dick. (laughs) We all ended up watching The Happiest Season without even talking about it ahead of time. And for some of us, it was a happy season. And for Julie, it was the worst. (laughs) I think we all agreed that my point was correct. No, you were right. The tall bitch was a little scary. (laughs) I thought you were talking about me when you said tall bitch. (laughs) I mean, like, potato, potato, like, no. You're scary in a way where, like, I respect you. We also talk about Great British Bake Off. I have not watched it, but I was very entertained by your takes, especially when you said homosexual. It's like I'm a little dog, and someone says walk, and I'm like, oh. There was a crazy lady who was um, inhabited by the spirit of Victoria Jackson, who was at the Rudy Giuliani hearing. Yes, she is Cecily Strong in disguise. I am 100% sure of Speaking of episode, episode. <laughs> Nick, Nick can't keep his hands to himself. His microphone touching is incessant. Can't keep my hands to myself. I decided to get a little hazy with a little hazy thing IPA. If you're looking for a sponsorship deal, I am willing. Hat three, and man, I am buzzing, and I hope you are too. A buzz in the abyss. Let's go, people. Takes all over the place. Okay, Julie, Julie, Julie. Hot mic, hot mic, hot mic. Okay, so I've been asked to share this story on air. We were in the midst of having like our pre-podcast sort of situation room. And then Julie was like, shut up and press record. So apparently it is worth noting that I am getting a brain scan on Tuesday. Did doctors suggest this? Only after I specifically requested it. Um... And so I'm going to ProScan Imaging, interestingly, where I used to work the summer between my freshman. I know. Can you believe? I was like, I was like, I am in college, um, in it, not really doing it or attending it or meeting the requirements, but I'm in college and I haven't really had a job ever, which like not ideal. I mean, it was great for me, but like life skills. And so I was like, I am going to go work at ProScan Imaging, um, great employee up until I had panic attacks every day, called ambulances on my lunch break, went back in, and then was hospitalized forcibly. <laughs> what was family. your job there? Oh, gosh, it's tough to say. I did, uh, <laughs> I did medical billing, so I did, like, coding and stuff for... We were paid, like, $9 an hour, all young kids, and we were just typing in numbers. I do remember it was the first year I ever missed Wimbledon. And that was the John Isner marathon match. And so I'm sitting there just like memorizing Etna's code. Anyway, so brain scan on Tuesday. <laughs> not covered by my insurance because technically elective. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, you know, I've been feeling weird. Um, I, there's a pandemic, but that's not the reason. It's because, you know. 
something potentially. We don't know. We're going to find out. And ProScan was like, your insurance didn't cover this because they want you to stop. And I was like, what am I paying this for? <laughs> Out of pocket, though, if I pay up front, only, only $900. Can you believe it? Right? A regular MRI is like two grand. So are you doing a CT scan? What are you doing? No, I'm doing an MRI and I'm doing, they're doing all the uh, vessels in my head. Oh! <laughs> bum, bum, bum! I am so fucking pumped. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot tell you. Do we think that you might have the yes. disorder is the only word I can think of where you just like getting medical tests all the time? Munchausen's maybe. I don't well, think so. Munchausen's, I mean, I know what Munchausen's by proxy is. And that's when you make other people sick to get sympathy for yourself. Yeah. I don't want sympathy um, I, I didn't really say you did. Attention. I just said you enjoyed being tested. Well, I mean, certainly I'm not going to get it from you. I know that. <laughs> Very aware. Um, I like being tested. Yeah. I like I like to be soothed. And since my weighted blanket never arrived, this is what I have to do. I know. I know. Turns out I never ordered it. And that's why it didn't arrive. <laughs> so who did you talk into getting you an MRI? Let me break it down for you, Julie. So Please. I've been, ha I've I've been having some weird symptoms. Some weird symptoms. Such as? Such as some dizziness. <laughs> we won't go into all of them, but I had this feeling that something is profoundly wrong. I've also had a rough mental state, as have we all, you know, not doing dandy in the pandy. And it's very obvious and most likely that my anxiety is manifesting in these like physical symptoms because like it does, it does take a toll on you physically. Um, but in my head, I'm just like, what is this aortic aneurysm brain aneurysm there's an aneurysm and i'm just like no ma'am no ma'am so i went to a doctor back in july and they diagnosed me with high blood pressure potentially because i was drinking a lot at that time not eating well not never exercising but i was like okay so obviously something is deeply wrong on a biochemical level in my biochemicals and my cells and so the doctor was like, well, one of the ways COVID can manifest itself is in neurological symptoms in younger people. And I was like, bet. Yeah, no, 100%. That's 100% what's happening here. Yeah. How many negative COVID tests have you had? Three. Okay. So, so I was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, went to the emergency room a couple times just for like, you know, on a whim. It's like, okay, I have to work in two hours. I got time. Um, <laughs> Pops, what do you have to um, and then, I don't know, I've had some like weird things that I'm not loving. And so I got a referral to a neurologist because they were like, please stop seeing us. We can't see you anymore. Just go to this fucking neurologist. And I was like, chill. And then the dude didn't want any part of my charm, um, which my charm offensive is honestly exhausting. And he was done with it. And it was just like 50% of people would say no, 50% would say maybe. I'm just going to say all right. Um, but you know, if it was free, I'd, I'd tell you to do like the angiogram blood vessel things. And I was like, I don't, I don't care the cost. I do not care the cost. What's money for, if not to spend that on superfluous medical investigation? Well, I don't think it's superfluous. It's going to make you feel better. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's like, I convinced myself I had ovarian cancer when I was younger. I didn't like, who knew that I wasn't a hermaphrodite. I could have been intersex. Well, somebody the other day said I looked like I'd lost weight. Was I okay? And I just said bone cancer. And then I was like, kidding, no, no carbs. And then I was like, why did I say bone cancer? Do I know something I don't know? Oh my gosh. I, I talked myself out of it, but I know I where will... you're coming from. We are from the same family. I'm just oh, older. Oh, 100%. 
Um, I mean, we'll see. COVID could cause the brain to age. So I'm picking out my playlist right now for what I'm going to listen to in the tube. Luckily, Spotify just had their year in rap. Did you see your results? I'm a geezer who doesn't really mess with Spotify. Yikes. That's fine. I still love you. So mine, (laughs) circling back to me, is um, basically, you know when Katya was reviewing her own dance performance in Rigi Rochu? And she was talking about Mark Kenamora, and she was just like, faggy, 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 super gay fag. That's what Spotify called me. Because it's Charlie XCX is my number one. Um, we got Grimes in there, of course. And then we've got... Little Lady, Mix? Lady Gaga, Little Mix, Dua Lipa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was talking about Lady Gaga? It was Trixie and Katya, I think. They said that she said that fame was a prison... And Trixie's like, well, actually, prison is a prison. You can talk to my birth father about the difference between what you're talking about and what reality is. Yikes. Okay, so MRI Tuesday. You're going in. I always have to do open. Oh, um, I didn't get a preference. I mean, whatever's cheaper. Honestly, yeah. You can do open. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. All right. (laughs) It's like just standing there and like it scans over you. If you can't handle it, which I can't, but I've only had one. All right. I. For an actual injury. (laughs) All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. We super appreciate being at the top of so many of your Spotify lists. That's lovely. Unfortunately, this will be our last episode. (laughs) So besides your own neurosis, what content did you consume this week? Um, what have I been consuming? <laughs> Just a lot of food. And one of my reviews today, we are having employee reviews right now. Um, and <laughs> I was like, um, you know, obviously this is a very vulnerable time for COVID and we work in a restaurant, but I was like, so, you know, we're going through it. It's very emotionally strenuous for everyone and we're all feeling vulnerable. It's important that we lean on each other and you can lean on me anytime that you're feeling particularly stressed. Um, not physically, I'm far too skinny to support your weight (laughs) in an actual review. So I'm a fucking monster. Um, who will support you? So the content you've been consuming this week so far (laughs) has been Nothing. So, um, um, new girl, obviously still watching that. Can you what are it? you thinking? Where are you? Um, oh, the British guy just showed up. Julia oh. Morris goes in you, goes in you and like goes wherever he wants it, honestly. <laughs> and he's adorable and also a super gay, faggy, faggy gay. Um, so that's lovely as well. I love when people are homosexual. I mean, he's not, I don't, he's not on would, the show. He's not in the show. He's very, very convincing. Um, <laughs> but no, in reality, he is. He's one of, I mean, it's what all the British people do. Like, um, what is it? Luke Evans is like, I'm not gay. Yeah. It just now, are you actually watching New Girl or are you just hitting the 10 second forward button? The 10 second forward, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so, so much. So funny. It is. It's, I love it. That's great. Winston is so <laughs> becoming. I was just telling Emma that I started over because I feel like I don't always watch season one on a rewatch. I might just go to season two, but I started over all the way. But in the season two and he's going to Mexico to pick up Shelby and Winston singing wicked songs by himself. And he's like, popular, flar, la, la, starts head to head back and forth. And I just was 
howling with laughter. My heart is exploding with joy. He's just the best. And then she gives them all roller skates for Christmas. And they're all, and they're holiday presents. And they're all skating around. I'm just like, I love it so much. It makes me so happy. I'm so glad it's, you're liking it. No, it's precious. Usually I don't like things that have, t- except for Shit's Creek, that have too much of a... Um, oh, you mean Shit's Creek, the show that ended over a year ago and <laughs> you two haven't watched the final season yet? Okay, I'll be right back. I have to get another beer like, to handle this situation. So I'm imagining when our podcast is adapted into a best-selling Netflix feature film or TV show, whatever, um, we're going to have a moment of a montage, obviously, where it's just like, party like a rock party like a rock star and we're all walking into a casino i'm blasted i got two double vodkas in my hands emma is casually sipping on like a very expensive wine and you're just downing Olive bottles <laughs> party like a rock i'm picturing like you with a star. beer hat on with like <laughs> things also picturing emma in like that jumpsuit you wore to like new year's eve or something with like that makeup mm-hmm. drinking a glass of wine and also me with a giant bottle of pills like ah. <laughs> Wait, don't forget your favorite feature. You're going to be walking in scarfed up. It's going to be 90 degrees. It's going to be summer. <laughs> Sorry you don't have something that you love as much as I love the scarf. If you did, you would wear it all the time. Oh, my God. I love my new computer so much. It's finally grown. I, I love when you don't touch your microphone. That's what I love. Oh, it's limping up. Oh. Yeah, it hasn't had sex in nine months. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm looking at season four before we get off the new girl topic because that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. You saw when she played on Dice, which she was terrible at. I might have missed some of that because, like, every 10 seconds. <laughs> Did you make it to the Thanksgiving episode yet? Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes. Good- yeah. <laughs> that was super cute. Oh, my God. So cute. And He CC wanted more. Think, uh, always. Cece thinks that Schmidt didn't invite anybody for her, but he did, and then she pretends she doesn't speak English. <laughs> Nick invites Tran, and then I his love, granddaughter at the end. Yes. Um, have you seen the new Saved by the Bell reboot? Not yet. Did you watch it? I have not. But the actress in that, who's like the super popular bitch, uh, looks so much like um, Cece's little sister. Like identical. So there's that. Does Cece have a little sister? No, but like if she did. Oh. I don't Do you know. see her? Do you see her? No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Josie Tota. She right? does. Thank you. She could also be Nicole Richie's bird child or something. She could be her bird child. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like half Nicole Richie, half bird. <laughs> okay. We see her, Nick. Are you we finished? see her face. Did yeah. you ever watch Champions? No. With What's Mindy Kaling? She was in that, too. Oh, it's terrible. No. Mindy Kaling wrote it and directed it. I wanted to love it. I love the Mindy Project, but no, I thought that show was not good. All right. Well, she was in that before her transition. Okay. Moving on. Wait. The little young person from Champions yeah. is this yeah. same person? Yes. Isn't that wild? She's gorgeous. Wow. hmm And props to Elliot Page coming out this week as go transgender. Elliot, go Elliot. Go Elliot. Did you read his essay? Yes. Because it wasn't an essay so much as like a page. But I was just like, wow. All right. Calm down there, Herman Melville. A little bit. A little bit. Step back, Kathy Johnson. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I celebrate you. Wow. I can't believe this. Thank goodness you've never stopped sharing so that we can continuously look at <laughs> That was like Crazy. sort of mid-transition. 
That makes me want to watch Saved by the Bell. Right? Because Elizabeth Berkley and Mario Lopez do not make me want to watch that show. Well, I love that she's like the reigning supreme bitch. And I think her character is transgender too. Did you do your homework and watch the second episode of The Crown? I did. And let me tell you, while the first one was perhaps a little underwhelming because it was so austere and almost clinical, bitch, this second fucking episode, all the way in. It was like the Queen's Gambit. I was like, checkmate. Checkmate. Check me, mate. Did you watch the Queen's Gambit? No, of course not. Okay. <laughs> but I know oh. what chess is. I marvel at Jillian Anderson's head. Thank you. Like, do you think they gave her a forehead extension before putting on that giant wig? Well, they just, they I think they probably pulled her hairline back a little bit. Remember Rita Hayworth? Remember when we grew up with Rita Hayworth? And <laughs> she had electrolysis on her hair. Um, her hairline to make her look less ethnically Mexican because she's Mexican. Um, racism. And then they dyed her hair red and then bleached her skin. Does that work? Can you really bleach your skin? Yeah. One shouldn't. Well, I've been permanently stained by the sun, I believe, this year, so I might have to look into that. <laughs> Microphone. You're not allowed to touch it. But it looks At like all. a penis. You have so many other toys. <laughs> I don't have any toys. There was a sale on Adam yeah, and Eve, and I thought about it, but I feel I a fidget spinner yet. monogrammed in your future. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. A fidget spinner slash. Never mind. <laughs> How big are the holes? <laughs> did you get to see the micro penis episode on New Girl? I did do the micro penis episode. Yeah. Um, he was a douche, but very hot. Nice body. Oh my god. Funny episode. So when you. See so guys that you potentially would be attracted to. Is that your vibe? No. What's your vibe? Well, honestly, I think I've told you I've died inside, but um, like just on looks alone, tall, broad shoulders, small butt. Small, small butt? Interesting. Like wide shoulders down to a butt. I grew up swimming. So uh, I like sure. that. I mean, I don't need Michael Phelps, but you know what I mean? I like broad <laughs> shoulders and then narrow waist. Nice. Look good in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Sure. I don't yeah. need to see your bush. <laughs> did either of you get a chance to see The Happiest Season on Hulu? We did. We watched it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, you're both smiling, so you must have liked it more than me. Tell me your thoughts. Oh, no. Oh, no. That girl was straight up abusive. They okay. did not should not have been together at the end. So Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Nick Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Spoiler alert. The happiest season, more like the most correct decision in all of history. Why are you looking at me like that? This the stand. Microphone, the microphone obsessed today. <laughs> oh, hard. Hold on to your penis. Leave the microphone alone. Great. Okay. So anytime we're doing amazing already. Anytime that Aubrey Plaza is in anything, she is the protagonist. She is the love story. She is the main event. And. Gay women and gay men alike, when they see her eyes and that little eyebrow and the lip quiver, it's just, you cannot control it. There is a primal instinctual reaction that your pants just fall off in admiration. I don't know that I went there with you, but at least she was, oh, I don't know, nice to Kristen Stewart uh -huh. and had fun at a drag bar with a Bendela Creme and Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> mm. What a fun surprise. What a fun surprise. And that looked like a really fun night. Uh-huh. No, whoever that other chick is, first of all, let's just see the obvious. For our first 
mainstream lesbian thing. Could they be near each other in height? She looked like a monster <laughs> compared to Kristen Stewart. She was a full head taller than her. <laughs> I'll bring you home for Thanksgiving. Like Christmas. It's my idea. Why don't you come with me? Almost there. Just kidding. No one knows I'm gay. No one knows you're my girlfriend. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, I thought it was a, a lesson in gaslighting, and I felt bad for her. And when they got together at the end, I thought, well, this is terrible. I know. I was really hoping for the twist where she just ends up with Aubrey Plaza, and we just say no to this whole terrible situation that you were forced to live in. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't going to happen. Deeply, deeply wanted it in my loins. And frustrating that it didn't. But I feel like the biggest mistake is that we jump straight into the parents. If there was more backstory beyond like, hey, I'm making you go on this fucking death march of Christmas, even though you hate it in the middle of the night. And now you're hanging off of a roof because of my idiocy and had more of, hey, why'd they fall in love? Why'd they move in together? What's their relationship? What's the backstory? Do I feel anything but disdain for this fucking lurch? Which is, I do feel joy for her and love for her because in San Junipero, she was amazing. Have you seen San Junipero? Have you seen San I don't even know what words you're saying. Sedergine? Sedergine. Have you seen fucking Sedergine? San Junipero. It's a episode of The Blackest Mirror. Black oh, no. Mirror. My brain is entirely too small for a black mirror. No, this one's, this one's good. It's lesbian stuff. I watched one episode of Black Mirror, which I think is right around the corner in real life, where people rate you constantly, like you're an Uber driver, and then you lose points arbitrarily sometimes, and now you can't get gas, and then you can't get a job. I was like, oh, I I gotta go. (laughs) I cannot handle this. No, San Junipero is lovely. Spoiler alert. No, you have... Watch it, please. Julie, you should please watch it. Please watch it. I'll watch something that I hate. I already did that. It's called Better Off Ted and Younger, so... (laughs) (laughs) but for some reason i still enjoyed the movie it was still nice to see a fresh take a little bit allison brie as the complete bitch sister was great the other sister was a revelation i don't even know her name oh my god i know she's fantastic they're like calm down i'm like hey family of hell yeah she was was also the co-writer with uh clea duvall duvall oh really Yeah. yeah well props to her for being hilarious in that yeah. yeah, she was very Kristen Wiig meets Sarah Paulson, and with a little bit of uh, what's her face, Emily Hampshire from Schitt's Creek. She reminded me of Stevie sure. Bud a little bit. Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and their house was amazing, and Dan Levy was in it. Can't be Dan every Levy. scene with Dan Levy and Aubrey Plaza, wonderful. And it's like, what's interesting is like every go for it. Nothing. Just when she's like, "Who's watching the dogs?" He's like, "Oh, my therapist has got it." But we do need to talk about the fish. <laughs> What's interesting is I love Aubrey Plaza in every bit role she's ever played. When she carries a movie, sometimes it's odd. But every guest supporting role she's been in, I'm just like, you are awesome, smart, terrifically entertaining. This summer, come see. I felt like the preview set us up that they were going to fall in love, that Kristen Stewart was going to end up with Aubrey Plaza. So maybe I'm not smart enough to watch the previews for the show, (laughs) or they did a bad job, or both. But... I don't think I'll watch it again, but I liked a lot of it. Have you seen the other Christmas movie with um, Jonathan? Taylor Thomas? I wish. No. Oh, my God. No. Um, You know, 
Bennett. Bennett. Yeah. Good job, Bennett. Let's listen to people try and guess names on the internet. <laughs> no. Right. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Um, but I would like to, even though uh, I don't love him. <gasps> what? I don't love him. What about <gasps> him? What? Um, <laughs> I am kidding. He I'm is kidding. a little bit of a... Uh, oh, forget it. What's that, guys? Who's the stoner guy that I'm in love with for no reason? Every single one. I was say Matthew McConaughey. I don't know. No. All right. All right. All right. No. 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 He did the Netflix documentaries where he went around the world and learned nothing. Oh, Zach Efron. Yes. He's like the gay man Zach Efron. At he this is point. totally. No. 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 Emma agrees with me. She I won. agree with Julie. Truth booth. Why don't you like him? So here's the thing. I respect that everyone's on their own journey, but after Mean Girls. Um, it was relatively clear that he was a homosexual male and did not to disclose who? that. Jonathan Bennett. It was clear to him or to the rest of us? To the rest of us. <laughs> I don't it was know not him. clear to me. Was it not? No. Aaron Samuels did a great job of seeming like he was into Lindsay Lohan. Daniel Sosi or whatever his name is? That's Definitely. <laughs> I what, what, as soon as you said Franzosi, I just thought Fran Lebowitz. And can I say oh, that I've been watching so many clips of Fran Lebowitz lately, and it is soothing <laughs> my soul. She was talking about art now with um, in regards to the AIDS crisis, and she was just like, "So here's the thing. Um, we used to talk about it. We don't talk about it anymore. Why don't we do that? I don't know. Homophobia. Who knows? People just being idiots." What I find interesting is that if I called back all these people who died, and they died, they died in like five minutes. The government let them die, so they're dead. If I called them back from the grave and I was like, you'll never guess who's famous, they'll be like, you are kidding. And here's why. Because all of the upper elite gays who would go to the ballets, know exactly what was going on, are dead. And do you know why they're dead? Because they were popular and they had sex. So who's left? The incels and the weirdos. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like... So I've been watching a lot of overtime of Bill Maher show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I like real time with Bill Maher, even though he says some of the dumbest shit, but he has good ideas too. Um, but it's like the end of the show. They do like 10 minutes on YouTube. So it's like you get to hear from a bunch of people, but you don't have to listen to somebody you hate. Um, but Fran is on there all the time and she's so funny. God. Did you watch any more of The Crown or did you stop at episode two? Because that was the end of your homework. Yes. That. <laughs> Well, I ended up finishing season four and season three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Julie. <laughs> now I'm ready to go back for one and two. Um, but there's a really good episode about the family and about families in general and whether or not parents have a favorite. I highly suggest you watch that one. It's really good. I won't ruin it for you, but how am I going to like be okay with myself if I end up watching Outlander? Because I am starting to like really like Tobias Menzies with the unfortunate last name. So here's what's going to happen. You're not going to like him in Outlander. (laughs) You're just not going to like him in Outlander. Um, No? No, you will not like him in Outlander. His performance is amazing. It's great, though. He's good. He's two characters. Okay, so did fucking Lindsay Lohan. The register voice that you get to when you talk about him is amazing. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, you know, I don't want to do anything that discourages the line of thinking where Julie is tiptoeing down towards watching Outlander. Well, I got a book from the library. I just went and picked it up right before the recording. It's called Food Fix by Dr. Mark Hyman. So I spent my entire week with Hyman's and Menzies. <laughs> Unfortunate last names. 
Change that shit. So we haven't talked since before Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch the dog show on Thanksgiving? No, but no. here's what I did watch. Oh, I'm going to go ahead. Never do. It's just not part of the rhythm. <laughs> it's never part of my rhythm because I usually have to go see my mom, but not during COVID. <laughs> so I was 0 for 6 in the categories and 0, 0 for 1 in best of breed. <laughs> it was my worst year ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for this really cute golden retriever. He didn't make it. Of course, I rooted for the Frenchie. Yeah. Really cute beagle. Lots of French named dogs I can't name. But the dog that won was like, it needed conditioning as much as my hair does. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just keep, <laughs> I just love that you bet on them. It's like straight people bet on By sport. myself alone going, <laughs> come on, golden. Straight nope. people bet on sports. Gay people bet on the Oscars, and everyone in between bets on the American Kennel Club show. It's so fun. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, have you seen Best in Show, the Christopher Duh. Duh. Obviously. How dare you watch that movie if you haven't seen the dog show? I've seen a dog show. It's what I call my dates the morning after. <laughs> oh, parade around for me, fellas, and get the hell out. I feel like that should be a part of your Thanksgiving tradition. What are your family Thanksgiving traditions? Well, obviously, I have anonymous sex. Um, no, we, Emma, go for it, please. <laughs> uh, so normally we go to Woodsmere, which is that property up in Hamilton where mm-hmm. I got married. Yes. And they have hosted Thanksgiving for, I want to say, 60 some years. Wow. Uh, and, and for anywhere between like 30 and 75 people. In that old house. So this was the first year in that history where we didn't go up there. But we always have to be there by noon. We have our first meal around 2 and then football and cleaning and then the second meal around 6 and then card games wow. in the evening. So it's a Oh, you guys day. didn't get to do that? I'm so sorry. That's all right. I, uh, I fed Nick and the folks <laughs> on the back porch. <laughs> I made chicken pot pie. <laughs> first of all, everything was so superb. Julie, what's happening? <laughs> I'm trying to show you this fucking dog. And then we watched Happiest Season and uh, Equalizer 2. <laughs> Who's in Equalizer 2? Denzel. Oh, my God. Oh. My Can dad see my are screen? a little bit obsessed with Equalizer 2. Is that the dog that won? A yes. Scottish deer hound. He's it does cute. look like a deer. Very <laughs> bizarre looking. Is Equalizer 1 good? Equalizer 1 is good, but Equalizer 2 is better. And it might just be because that's the order in which we saw them was two first and then one. But I just think, I mean, Equalizer is great. Like the idea of Denzel as this kind of moral action hero. So well done. Uh, But in Equalizer 2, it's like even more about kind of his history and the choices they made as former government, you know, soldiers. And then what they've chosen since and. It's a real reckoning in the Equalizer 2. <laughs> Sounds like fun. And it, like, it's got like some really heartwarming moments. There's a little like little old Jewish man who just wants to find his sister that they got separated in the Holocaust. And there's a you know young black man who he's fostering his artistic dreams. Because Jewish. 
<laughs> but just like adorable little beats. It, it has a really interesting tone for an action movie. I don't really like action movies in general, so. But I love that one. Sounds like a winner. I have to check it out. No, Watched it, was, it at least three or four times now in the last two years. <laughs> if I started, did you end up watching uh, from this week? I did. No, yes. not yet. Right, Good job, um, Nick. Thank you. Do you want to come near the microphone and tell me what you thought of it? No, I enjoyed it immensely. Remind me of what happened. I can't remember, but I know I watched it twice in a row. So that's really sad. (laughs) I literally was like, that was so funny. I'm going to watch it again. And yet no memory of it at all. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the beauty of, uh, and I've been watching a lot more YouTube, like for whatever reason, and I'm not alone in this. um, There are dozens of us. I started watching through this pandemic, just like a shit ton of Sims videos, like people building in the Sims, people playing the Sims, people talking about the Sims. I'm not even playing the Sims as much. I did start playing the Sims as well, though. Just like all Sims. So who's in your Sims family? I built several. Yeah. Okay. So you get to have more than one family. You can, yeah. I um, typically spend a fuck ton of time creating them. Well, I spend a fuck ton of time creating the women, and the men are just like, here's the father of my child. Like, And then you have to, like, feed them or give them jobs. I don't really know how to play this. Like, I mean, it is like a Tamagotchi, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like a, yeah, it's a simulator where you play act life. Some people create themselves. Some people kill a bunch of their enemies in the game is wild some people garden <laughs> i typically garden in the sims it's very soothing it is that's like all I, it's like one of the side things that no one ever does all i do is garden i just build my little garden i till it and they're like bills are due and i'm like not here i'll sell some of my wares <laughs> if you don't pay attention to them do they die no they're autonomous at times so if they're like about to die they'll feed themselves sometimes They'll, like, pull down a Murphy bed and die, which, like, (laughs) who hasn't? So, yeah, (laughs) it's a great time (laughs) to be alive. That's why I bought my new computer. I bought it to play The Sims. And is it working out great? Are you glad you did it? I played The Sims once since I got it. (laughs) Now that I have the capabilities, it's just, I'm over it. (laughs) I go through these stages where it's just, like, I'm obsessed with this thing for eight months, and now I'm done. Yes. I was talking to a friend about how you can, like get on a plan and you're like super duper into it. It's super easy to do. And then one day you just can't do it at all anymore. You know? And she was like, I wish I could be a middle ground person or whatever. I'm like, yeah, if you figured that out, you'd be a bazillionaire. We're all wondering what makes the flip switch when it does, you know, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. You're into the Sims for eight months and then you're over it. Yeah. I mean, I am just wildly fickle, but I guess all humans are so. true. <laughs> What is Animal Crossing? So Animal Crossing is something that I do not understand. (laughs) You build worlds. It sounds like it's like Sims. I had the phone version of it for a minute at the beginning of the pandy when everyone was talking about it. And I was super FOMOing out at home. (laughs) I could never figure out how to build my house, so I left. But the animals are super (laughs) cute. People come over and say hi. I tried to build my thing. I had everything I needed to build my thing, but I couldn't. So I deleted it. I tried again. Still couldn't do it. Wild. Can we talk about this crazy bag of shit? Crazy lady testimony. I love that. That's what I typed in. Did you see it? Yes. And it seems like it got you what you wanted. What is this? You didn't see it? Mm -mm. Oh my God. We'll watch two seconds of it. But you're talking about sex work made me think about it. (laughs) 
because she's a sex worker. Which what is, is great. she claiming? Uh, that there were um, fraud in the Michigan election. Gotcha. Well, first of all, Rudy Giuliani farted in court yesterday, which was great. <laughs> and literally, the attorney sitting next to him was like, "Uh oh, fart." <laughs> Just show the crazy lady. <laughs> that is not me. <laughs> By over a hundred thousand. That poll book. Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? So, my question then. Is if the yes? How many? Wait. What about what about how what what about the turnout rate? A hundred and twenty percent. Let's uh, let's let Representative Johnson ask his question. My question here is why we're not seeing the poll book off by thirty thousand votes. That that's not the. What case. did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it. <laughs> this is in court. I mean, this is like watching some sort of a skit, and then when you. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, she's fucking lunatic. <laughs> when Rudy Giuliani is like reaching to try and get you to shut up, uh-huh. you are obviously off your fucking rocker. Okay, so here's what needs to happen. SNL, this coming Saturday, a.k.a. tomorrow night, um, Anthony oh, Kerrigan. For sure. Anthony Kerrigan needs to play the uh, bald dude, and then Cecily Powder yes. needs to play her. Because have you seen that super cut between the girl you wish you hadn't started a conversation with at the party mixed with that? Amazing. I'll find it. <laughs> Her hair is amazing, though, Emma. She's got, like, this incredible updo. Like, from the side, you're like, oh, my God. So you're watching it, and you're like, this person's obviously wasn't there, isn't part of this. Of course, Twitter finds her. She's an actress. She um, was arrested for a misdemeanor for selling something on the Internet, like sex or something. Yeah. How did she so, end up on, on at the table with Rudy Giuliani? They they had had a witness before her. It was also found not to be credible. Oh, I don't for the know. Love of God. Maybe she was in the hotel room after the fifteen year old left or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but it is like real life is getting really fucking weird. It's weirder than The Sims. That woman is crazy, it and is she seems crazy. drunk. Yeah, she does. Okay, here it is. <laughs> oh, look at that hair, Emma. Look at that. Oh my God. It's okay. It's kind of so, cool. It's a really cool up too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can do something like that. Sir, I wrote a written affidavit. Yes, it is 100% true. This election is an outrage. It's a joke, okay? It's a abomination. It's like, who do we think we are? And who do you think you are, Seth? Because guess what? You're not. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Why? We're not seeing the poll book off by 30,000 votes. That, that's not the what case. What did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it? I'm just saying the numbers are not off by 30,000 votes. So I know what I saw. That they're filling in I know what I saw. And I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Okay. Did you? Okay, we're... we're I think I'm just trying I th- to ask you a, let a, a, me, uh, question. You are so afraid, Seth. Like, you are so afraid of what everyone thinks of you, and you're judging them? You should be ashamed. Wait, who am I judging? Obama, Seth. I gave okay. Channel 7 an interview that they tied in to that and made me the witness that's uncredible. Guess what? There's going to be a couple behind me that are going to say the same thing I just said. And 
the witness before you was also proven not credible as well oh, by no, the same she judge. Wasn't because she was. She wasn't even there. I'm brainwash. Open your eyes, people. Hunger, racism, small businesses. It's like maybe don't. I was an IT worker on the stage. These. I was working with Dominion. I had not, not no poll workers were not allowed on the stage. The data loss, nobody would have heard about that besides me, Samuel, and Nick. Either vote okay. or don't vote, but take a stand and like don't vote. <laughs> Instagram. Oh. oh my god. How long ago was the SNL clip? Yeah, she's done well, that a few be. times. I know, but if Seth Meyers was the host oh, yeah, yeah, or was yeah. on the yeah, yeah. thing, it had to be a while ago. No, she's got a lot yeah. of them, though. That was, like, maybe the first or second. She's done several more since. I'm just wondering if that lady, like, studied her or something. Because I know. That was the same. <laughs> and here's another thing, Seth. There's a conspiracy <laughs> theory between everyone within the world, and they're against you. And I think that you should... Hold yourself accountable for accountants. What are they counting? Why do they need to count it? We have calculators. That lady sounded just like her. Right? We are turning the world upside down. It's Things like, remember when crazy. Beep was like a funny show and not a documentary? <laughs> Emma, did you, did you watch the finale of Great British Baking Show? Yes. <laughs> Were you happy with the results? Yeah, little Peter Redlips won. Aww. <laughs> He's precious. I mean, Dave also, I know we wanted him to have a win. His eyes look like he could use it, and he's about to have a child, and wouldn't that have been nice to take to his newborn baby a, a, a new plate? <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Fucking BBC shows, their prizes are bullshit. Absolutely bullshit. It's like, here's it a fucking really big can't plate. take money. <laughs> uh, I know, and then people are so mean to poor what's-her-face who I realize I'm calling her June because she reminds me of Mama June, Honey Boo Boo's mom. Who? But what is, oh, you're calling it uh, Laura. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> Nick, do you know what Poor Red Lip Peter looks like? He, like that, I'm assuming. Yeah. Isn't he adorable? Is, is he a homosexual? He looks like one. I don't know, but He's the podcast that young. I listen to, they, um, I have a whole fantasy story about him and his brother. <laughs> his brother is uh, celiac disease or whatever, so he'd be like, I'm making this for my gluten-free brother. They'd be like, brother's going to be mad today. There was gluten in the bar. He won't be holding him tight again. Um, and today started the Christmas episodes. I can't wait to watch those. Yeah, so they have like four returning people, one of whom I remembered, and they do like one episode, and then they win a holiday. I've but Pooh came in. Oh, they're not great, but <laughs> you know how it is. The first episode, you're like, neat. And by the 11th episode, you're like, if Peter Redlips doesn't win and Mama June does, I'm going to live it. <laughs> so, Brit, Nick, you didn't watch it all, right? Okay. No. <laughs> no, it's fine. So, this woman named Laura is very large and she was also very messy. Okay. So, she'd have on this neutral colored apron that would just be splattered in chocolate syrup death march all over it like hand prints and that was upsetting it was bad there's one cake where she like had to throw it in the freezer and it's just melting and she's just trying to like scrape it off to like make it look in any way 
finished and whole and is the messiest thing I've ever seen on that show, maybe. Jesus. And then climate change. So it's like hot as balls in the tent. <laughs> so on the second last, the last episode, <laughs> she puts her head in the freezer because she's so hot. Well, she was crying in there. Too. I know, but they were always showing her with a fan in her face or icier or whatever. I was like, <laughs> just leave her alone. Leave her alone. Who hasn't run into the walk-in freezer to cry? Oh you know? my god! Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> when will we get your MRI results? I don't know. I'm hoping by this Friday, next Friday. Because you have to get the MRI, and then they give you, like, if the last time I went there, they gave it to me immediately. You just have to wait until you have a doctor's appointment for someone to read it. I had, like, a disc to look at. Mm. <laughs> Guessing they don't computer. do discs anymore. <laughs> oh, I thought you had, like, a slip disc. Like, this was your spinal disc, and it slipped. No, I tore my plantaris, which is a muscle that goes, or a tendon that goes right next to your Achilles. Ooh. So it felt just like I tore my Achilles, but I didn't. Brutal. So they had no thanks for me, no time. Is it better to tear your plantaris than your Achilles? Correct. You do not need a plantaris. If you needed an Achilles, they would go take your plantaris out and move it, or they take cadaver ones. But you still can't walk for three weeks, and it hurts a lot. <laughs> Yikes. But the doctor was like, I have a real knee repair in the other room. You will be fine. I was okay. like, well, I can't, wa- I can't walk. <laughs> Sorry to bother you with my ridiculous injury. <laughs> He's like, that's from when we used to climb trees as monkey people. We don't do that anymore. I was like, <laughs> never let doctors make you feel bad. Always advocate for yourself when they're just like, you're wasting my time. Even in a fucking viral pandemic, be like, no, ma'am. Big mistake. Huge. Do you know how much money Emma, I spent? Have you been there? Lots. Uh, Emma, have you ever been there when Nick like browbeat someone into letting him have an MRI or something? No. Except for when the ambulance would, or when the fire truck would come to the house, then I was there. But <laughs> when he gets himself delivered to a hospital, I'm usually not in the room with him. Does it sound as rational as he sounds like as he tells the story or is it like a, probably more I rational? Think, yes. It's Amped like up. where we started here, you know, where it's like he's got a list. It's got a litany. It's he can say it very well, very authoritatively. It sounds all like this is the list of symptoms. So you really should take this seriously. Um, and any counter, it's like, well, but there's also this is a, you know, like there's, he's got a lot <laughs> stored up there. But it's not more like amped up. It doesn't feel like out of control. Cause he seems very in control. Yeah, no, he, he comes across very, uh, cogent, <laughs> very reasonable. <laughs> like I'll literally, he's not asking for too much. He's just asking for what he needs. <laughs> Here's what's happened. Like I literally will be like the entire way to the ER, just like screaming, wacky, inflatable hands, man. And then as soon as I step in the foot, Nick Cotter, I have an appointment. You don't have appointments at the ER. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> Chest pains. <laughs> we'll see you immediately. Thank you. Is that true though? Are you yelling in the ambulance? No, I mean, I've only been in an ambulance once. Can you believe it? You guys act like you called 911 every day. I mean, I did. And had at well, least a did, thousand. But it was usually a fire truck that showed up and they wouldn't take him. <laughs> yeah. Why would they send a fire truck? Because they're or, EMTs. They were pretty upset usually when they had come from a fire to take care of Nick. <laughs> and Nick was non plus. In the moment, I was just like, ah, ah, ah. I just ah. like, in the moment, you, I mean, there is a part of you that genuinely thinks you're going through something emergent. And so you a are part of demanding me, attention to them. all of me. <laughs> it's a loud part of you. <laughs> what about the part of you that talks into the microphone? I think we need to get Nick 
One of those headsets like this that has the Madonna Britney, headset in the it. The Britney Spears? Oh, I'm younger. So it's Britney, Britney, Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> Pop star headset. Pop star headset, yeah. Yes. The Megan. Oh my God. I think so. I there's this there's this bop that plays at the B all the time. That it's just like the chorus is like a bunch of la la's. You try fucking googling la 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 la. What are you gonna get? <laughs> Nothing. And I couldn't find it. Shazam it. I tried. Shazam I tried. It on your I phone. tried singing it. No Shazam. No, I tried singing it into Shazam. <laughs> that does not work. It didn't work. That's what I'm saying. No, because like we know. Here's what's happening. I'm busy doing work for once, and I missed the song. I can't go back. It's over. It's done with. I'll never hear it again. So I Google, la 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 la. Does it show up? Absolutely not. So I'm like devastated, wondering where this anthem is. It plays today. Guess what it is? It's fucking Megan Trainer from the uh, Charlie Brown <laughs> soundtrack. I feel better when I'm dancing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We can do this together. I feel better when I'm dancing. Exactly. And I was just like, there's this like fucking bop. I choreographed a dance to that song. Nice. I was like, there's this fucking bop. I need to find it. Nick, it's a really happy little jam. Um, I have not watched Voices of Fire yet. (laughs) I watched three episodes. My sister watched it all and said it was great. Is it worth it? Should we go for it? I will say I dropped off after three episodes on purpose. Um... Because it is very little Pharrell, and it is a lot of gospel singers, uh, and they are singing mostly the same two songs every time they do an audition. Like, that Etta James was a little bit of a mislead. (laughs) 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 The diversity of songs they would be auditioning with. (laughs) Um, I will say, the first couple episodes of Voices of Fire are worth trying. It is impressive how good of voices some of these people have, and... I wish they'd let some of them sing longer because it's like part of the bit that it's like if a person hit, you know, a really good note in the first three, they were just done. They were just like, all right, thanks. That's it. <laughs> there were some, I mean, I definitely was tearing up during that. So it's probably worth watching at least a couple of episodes. <laughs> I've pressed play a couple of times and then I'm like, oh, I'll just keep watching New Girl again. <laughs> I just don't know that the crown is our jam because it's so dark and depressing and. I will say there was definitely a Scottish theme to this week that I feel like we're glossing right over with Balmoral Castle being in Scotland and Peter Redlips being from Scotland and Outlander being set in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I don't want to move too quickly past this Scotland thing (laughs) before we let you really delve into whether or not you're going to watch Outlander. (laughs) I mean... Nick, you've watched Outlander. I know you're jamming out to the Megan Trainor children's song right now, but yeah, go for it. Just in your head, or are you actually listening? To I'm listening. It? No, he's listening I'm, to I'm it. Listening to it. <laughs> What's up, though? I can still hear you. Obviously, I'm a professional. <laughs> How much of Outlander have you watched, Nick? I watched two and a half scenes. Two and a half scenes. <laughs> two and a half scenes. I watched three seconds. <laughs> no, I watched two and a half episodes. Two and a half seasons. Sorry. Sorry. She's just so good. She's so good. <laughs> It's a children's song. Don't think about it. Just move your body. I won't think about it. Listen to the music. Sing oh, eh, oh. Just move those bad feet. Go ahead, get crazy. Anyone can do it. Sing oh, eh, oh. Yeah. Wait till you get to the la la la. My God. I made them dance like Charlie Brown characters. Like, <laughs> here it comes. 
And when it goes All, longer. The only lyrics you remembered from that were la 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 la. la I was, and I sang it so clearly in the Shazam. I was like la 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 la. I think la, she's la. saying like body ba 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 da. Whatever. Yeah, I heard more da's. It was in the middle of a busy shift, <laughs> and I was just like. Ah. I'm surprised that your love for this joyous little children's dance. No, she does like la la ba da la da. Bada bada bada, la 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 la, bada da 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 da, la 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 la. Fucking hell. For real. Um. Okay. So, not helpful. So I'll watch this Christmas. That sounds great. Which always makes me think of was it Patty Labelle who didn't have the proper cue cards or a backup dancers for a tree lighting ceremony, and she was just like. Where are my cards? Where are my backgrounds this Christmas? You gotta turn the cards faster this Christmas. Well, maybe we could just get nauseous on holiday movies. We could do that. I, but That's it's quite gonna fun. be a lot of what I'm doing in the next few weeks. But are you a holiday movie friend? I mean, I've never watched like the Hallmark ones. Nick, do you have a favorite holiday film? I do, Julie, and I'm gonna share it with you now. My favorite holiday film. Julie, I'm considering several classics, and at the moment... I, you can have three. What did you say? I can have three? Sure. What are yours? <laughs> I asked you first. Go. Okay, so... I remember we watched a lot of Miracle on 32nd Street a lot, because that was Emma's favorite growing up. 30... Or 34th Street. <laughs> no, I watched the remake of 32nd Street. 42nd Street! <laughs> um... Instead of Christmas mirth, they got a PS5. Um, so I remember that one a bit. It's a wonderful life, I feel like you have to say, but that's not my real answer. Elf is is a classic. I will say that. I know it's so fucking basic, but Elf is a fun one. We used to watch at our aunt's apartment all the old Frosty the Snowmans, and those are fun. And I'd say, like, once a season. Like, I'm not going to continually rewatching those, but, like, once a season, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa gets... COVID or whatever, because um, he's sick. And then the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, lovely. The Heat Miser, uh, a.k.a. Ah, Mr. Heat Miser. Ah, Mr. Happy Christmas. And the Cold Miser, nice. Or is it Snow Miser? Yikes. Whatever that was, I don't know if that was claymation or what snow kind of... Snow Miser. Snow Miser. What kind of stop action Yeah, it's what Ben animation. White was trying to do. <laughs> The stop, the claymation. Yes. Stand in the, there you go. I thought it was longer than that. <laughs> I've been working on this nonstop. Um, I love it though. I love that. I think mm-hmm. it's so cool. I don't know. I mean, I guess I used to watch It's a Wonderful Life in the original Miracle on 34th Street. Calm with down. Natalie Wood. Calm down. <laughs> Um, I don't think Elf is as funny as everyone else does. I wish I did. Okay. I like to watch it with other people who think it's hilarious and go, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like lifts me up a little bit. Um, I've been listening to people talk about the holiday a lot, which I remember hating. So I would like to watch that again and see if it's not that terrible. So I, I like really the like holiday. It. It's half terrible. Everything with it Cameron is. Diaz is terrible. But everything with Kate Winslet and Jack Black is lovely. Yeah. I was madly in love with Jude Law for a long time. 
He's pretty. He's pretty. And he's he's pretty in this one. The family stone is also lovely. I do think that that okay whatever i'll rewatch it i've only seen it once but i hated that too i just really aren't they all really unlikable in that family yeah but i like claire danes a lot and diane keaton and dermot mulroney well, is in it oh he's yeah, also there's a, a lot girl. of options <laughs> you can focus like every time focus on someone else <laughs> i also always watch you've got mail that's the one of my christmas oh movies. my god yes <laughs> I don't know. Just, I just love it. I love the idea of owning a little bookshop in New York City and decorating it for the holidays and wearing jumpers like Meg Ryan. Okay, if we're doing that, in <laughs> in Bruges would be one of my Christmas movies because that's a fucking blast. Colin Farrell and Ralph Rafe Rafe Fiennes, Fiennes Rafe Fiennes, and Bruges. All right, well you should watch it. Never heard of okay, it. Okay, well you should watch it. I'm is looking it, it up. Is it in winter at all? Like, what is? Why is it a holiday movie? Because they mentioned Christmas. I mean, if, if Die Hard can be a holiday movie, I didn't say Die Hard was a holiday movie. I don't subscribe to that school. <laughs> That's fair. I do think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's fair. I've actually never seen Die Hard. So wow, <laughs> wow, Emma, it's so good. It I bet I would like it. I mean, I like. I well, love you Equalizer said you don't too. like action films that much. This is like the film that started it all. It's so fun. Alan Rickman like is in it. He's amazing. It's on Hulu. Oh, I do love Alan Rickman. He's. It's the first thing he ever. It's the first film he ever did. He's amazing. Okay. All right. And okay. I found out just today. That Bonnie Bedelia, who's in it, who plays Bruce Willis's wife, is the aunt of the Culkin kids. What? What? Really? Why Bonnie not? Bedelia's brother is Kit Culkin, Macaulay, and everybody's dad. Wow. And she, and she chose was on her. Parenthood with Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's our... Oh, we should definitely play <laughs> seven, seven degrees, degrees of... of six, six degrees of Lauren Hitt Graham yeah. or whatever. <laughs> oh, she was on Parenthood. Oh, Dak Shepard had uh, an astronaut on this week. Fascinating. Yeah. Scott Kelly. Mark Kelly? I love him. No, Scott. They're twins. It was Scott. Scott. Oh, the other one. Was the other yeah, but he's, he's for some great. reason in my mind, all astronauts are like right-wing Republican assholes. I don't know why. Yeah. I really don't. But he's super amazing. And like, no, when you're out there, you realize we are a speck on a flick on a, you know, we're nothing. Mm-hmm. Car- it's like, and you know that we're yeah. all together. Does Carol count as a Christmas movie? Because I like Carol a lot, and I really want the sequel, Carol Gay Harder, to come out ASAP. <laughs> Home for the Holidays, I forgot to watch over Thanksgiving. Have you guys seen that? Mm-mm. No. Holly Hunter, uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing gay, Dermot, Dylan McDermott. Robert Downey Jr. playing gay? Uh-huh. Claire Deans. Um, you, had, you had me at gay. <laughs> I feel like we've said enough. This Christmas. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Takes All Over the Place. We truly lived up to our name because we were all over the place, specifically me. Julie, thank you so much for attempting to keep me in line. If only I would ever listen to direction. We super appreciate your viewership and your listenership and your constant support. It's meant the world to us. Thank you. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter. Julie Sunderland. And Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter. And Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.